Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Most gracious and eternal God, our Father, we come at this time just thanking you, Heavenly Father, once again for all of your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, Heavenly Father, today for life and breath and health and strength. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for the Lord Jesus and for your Holy Spirit whom you have given. And Lord, we come because we stand in need once again. We need you to speak to us, Lord, uh, like a mighty God, that you, we need you to penetrate our hearts and our minds and our souls and our spirits, Lord, that we might surrender all to you today. Bless us now, Heavenly Father, is our prayer. We pray that you would open up every heart, that they might be able to hear your word and be delivered. We pray always, Lord, we promise always to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is in Jesus' name we do pray and for his sake. Amen. To our pastor, Pastor Minor, we thank you, Pastor Minor, for this opportunity that you've allowed us to come and to stand in your pulpit and to have this opportunity to share a word with this congregation. We're grateful to God for saving us one day, for delivering us out of the muck and the mire and bringing us into the kingdom of light. We're grateful for your presence here this morning for each of you. We know that the Lord has you here for a reason today and we pray that you would receive it. Thank God for Jessica and Joy today. I thought it was a choir out there when I first came out there this morning. I didn't appreciate them trying to make the preacher cry before he got up to preach, though. I just want to be with you. I love that song. It's just beautiful. And he wants it all today. He, he's speaking to all of us today. Me included. Just want to pull up one verse from the Old Testament from the book of Exodus, chapter 18, verse 8. And uh, Pastor, if you don't mind, just one shout out to Pastor, to Brother William Stout. He's in Virginia. He tunes in Macedonia every Sunday, and uh, he listens to your word every Sunday, and he gives me a report every now and then. And I just want to let him know that we want to acknowledge you this morning, Brother Stout. Amen. Pray for you and your family that you would continue to tune in to Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church on Sunday mornings. 
Reading from the King James Version, you'll find these words. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake and all the travail that had come upon them by the way and how the Lord delivered them. This is a not a new message, it's uh, an old message. But we've been doing a lot of talk about evangelism, evangelism and sharing the gospel message. And Moses here has an opportunity to witness to his father-in-law. And he tells him everything that he knows about the Lord and what the Lord has done. And I don't think you can tell it all, but we can tell some of it. We can tell tell part of it. Because the very fact that we're here this morning means that God has kept us from the cradle up into this very point. And so we have a witness. We, we can tell somebody something about the Lord. And so our, our message this morning is simply try God. He will deliver. Try God. He will deliver. I see so many people who seem to be hopelessly lost trying to figure this thing out. Been trying to figure it out for a long time. Haven't gotten anywhere. You saw him last week. Uh, You saw him lost yesterday. And if they don't try God, they're going to be lost tomorrow. And sometimes I just want to grab them, grab hold to them and and let them know you don't have to struggle and wander like you're struggling. Try God. He will deliver. I know, it's my personal testimony. I know he'll, he'll deliver. I don't have to think about it. I've been there, I've been in trouble. And I know if you try God, he will deliver. Now, when you, when you think about where this text is found at, we're, we're dealing with Moses and the children of Israel. They have been in slavery and bondage for over 400 years. Yes, sir. 
Uh, we're talking generational slavery. They've been hurting a long time. The whole family been messed up. In trouble. Needing help. And they just go on about their business like ain't nothing happening. But one day they get a little tired of what's going on and they call out to the Lord. And I'm just paraphrasing, but basically all they say is, Lord, I need you to come and see about me. I've been in hurting for a long time. I need your help. I need your mercy. I need your grace. Lord, please come see about me. And you know what the Lord did? After 430 years, you'd think he would have forgot about him, but he didn't forget about him. And he hasn't forgotten about you. I don't care what it is that you're going through, the Lord has not forgotten you. They called him one day. And the Lord came to see about him. And Moses is telling his father, and he's trying to tell him, Everything that happened, so much went on, you know. It, 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 was, it was a big commotion. It, the Lord just brought him out. And it wasn't easy. Uh, God tried to send Moses to go free the people, and Moses said, well, who am I? I, I, can't go, I can't go up there against Pharaoh. Uh, how am I going to bring him out? Uh, but the Lord had told him, I want you to go and I want you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. You didn't have them long enough. And God is saying the same thing about some of us. Uh, the devil had us long enough. He's been messing up our lives long enough. And it's enough. At some point, we got to ask God for some help. And as simple as that, you ain't got to uh, 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 go through no big commotion. Just ask God to help you if you know you're in trouble. This had been going on a long time, man. God tried to push Moses out there. Moses didn't want to go at first. He was, uh, he was reluctant. Uh, like a lot of preachers, he was reluctant. He didn't, he didn't want to go. Uh, Moses said, I can't talk. I can't talk good. I can't speak good. Uh, they won't listen to me. Uh, send somebody else. Send my brother. Send, send, send somebody else. But the Lord had put his hands on Moses, and Moses was the one who was chosen to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. And so finally, uh, Moses gets up enough nerve, he goes with Aaron's brother to see Pharaoh, and uh, he tells Pharaoh, uh, Lord said, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should let the people go? I'm Pharaoh here, I'm king. Those, those people are my slaves. What God can keep them out of my hand and out of my power? And Pharaoh, Pharaoh wasn't having none of it. 
I, I'm king here. I rule this land. Uh, and as long as I'm king, uh, those are my people. And Moses said, Pharaoh, you better let them go. Let my people go. Um, but Pharaoh was stubborn. He was hard-headed. And so uh, to bring about a long, short story, the Lord had shown him. And Lord brought upon him a number of different plagues. He had to show him that he was God. Uh, he brought one plague after another. Uh, one miracle after another. And Pharaoh would think about it for a moment and then uh, he said, I'm going to let him go. And then he'd think about it another moment and then he said, no, I ain't. I'm going to hang on to him. Until finally uh, God delivered the children of Israel with a powerful hand. He killed all the firstborn in Egypt and uh, Pharaoh didn't have to think no more. You take those people and you go. Uh, go as far as you can, but just get out of my land. You see, they tried God. And he delivered them. So now, now Moses has an opportunity to, to witness to somebody. And uh, he shares all that God has done to Pharaoh and his Egyptians, all his men. Uh, he tells the story to his father-in-law, Jethro. And the scriptures here say that he told him everything that the Lord did. But when I sit down and I think about how good God has been to me, I just can't tell a little. You see, when I think that God has done uh, more than I can ever imagine him doing, he just keeps on blessing me over and over and over again. And I just can't tell it all. And so every now and then when I see somebody struggling, I just want to go up to him and I want to whisper in the ear, try God. He will deliver. I don't, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but try. I dare you. I double dare you. Try God. He will deliver. At least make an attempt. Do something. Don't just sit there. Try God. He will deliver. Look at me. Then always have a suit on Sunday morning. When I look back over my life, I still remember on Saturday night how the world used to spin around and I couldn't get it to stop sometimes. Don't have no that problem no more because I tried God. And I know he will deliver. 
This is a, a witnessing text. Moses is talking to his father-in-law, and you know how difficult it can be witnessing the family. And uh, he was determined to tell him everything that God had done. Well, he didn't have to tell him everything because some of it he had heard. Uh, Jephthah had heard from Moab what God had done to Egypt and to Israel. how he had split the Red Sea. And he said, what a mighty God he is. What a mighty God we serve. Have you ever told anybody something that the Lord has done for you and they just couldn't believe it? Try it. Tell them sometimes. Try God. I was sinking deep in the muck and the mire. But I tried God. And he delivered me from all of my trials and all my tribulations. Try, try God. He will deliver. Well, Moses isn't long-winded like me. Uh, he was able to say all this in just one verse. And he told him two things, two things I want you to take with you uh, when you're facing problems in your life. Don't care how big they are. Uh, don't care how small they are. Uh, God will deliver. First thing he says to him is that uh, he told, first thing uh, Moses told Jephthah, his father-in-law, was that what the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to all the Egyptians. Uh, God will deliver you from those powerful influences in your life. Uh, Pharaoh was the most powerful man in the world at that particular time. Had more power than anybody. Had a huge army. Could do whatever he wanted to do to anybody. And that's what he was doing. He was a type of Satan. Who controls your life. Just ruins your life. And makes you do his bidding. You seem powerless at times. And uh, seems like all your life you've been trying to get from, out from wondering. But. It just seems like he's got too much power. Well, I wondered this morning, have you tried God? Uh, Moses told his father-in-law, try God. He will deliver. Doesn't make any difference how much army Pharaoh has. Doesn't make any difference how much power he has. My God will deliver you if you try Got a problem with alcohol? My God will deliver. Try it. Got a problem with drugs? Try God. He will deliver. If you try it. Ain't that hard? Just call out. 
in the middle of the night calling and my God will deliver. Second thing, not only did he deliver him from all of the powerful influences in his life, those bosses who think they're gods, uh, those uh, people in the neighborhood who think they run everything, uh, God can handle it. But he also tells him not only did he deliver him from Pharaoh and all the Egyptians for Israel's sake, he also delivered them from all of the travail that had come upon them by the way. As we make our way to glory, uh, God never said that the road would be easy. And never said that we would have a problem-free life. But my God is able to deliver us from everything that we're going through down here on earth. And what we go through down here is not to be compared with the glory that we shall receive when we see Jesus. So I encourage you this morning, try God. He will deliver. From all the hard trials you've had, uh, from all the tribulations that you have to go through, through all the sicknesses, try God. He will Deliver. And so finally Moses just says that he delivered them. He delivered us. Every last one of us that have put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ has been delivered. Uh, you'll find out who our God is if you invite him into your life for yourself. David was able to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Try God. He will deliver. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Try God. He will deliver. Everything that comes upon us in this life, my God is able to handle Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is bigger than my God. My God can deliver. Pharaoh had asked the question in Exodus 5 and 2, who is the Lord that I should obey him? Well, I bet you know now. I'm God Almighty. I'm sovereign Almighty. I have all power and I know all things and I can do all things. I'm able. Try God. He will deliver. One day I was on my way to hell. Dying 
from my own sin. And the Bible lets us know, don't act like you don't know the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God sent his son into the world one day to deliver not only me, but all those who put their trust in him. Uh, don't believe me? Read the book. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got in trouble one day, and the Lord delivered them. Daniel found himself in trouble one day, and you know what? The Lord delivered him. Elijah uh, got afraid of Jezebel one day, ran and hid, and you know what? The Lord delivered him. Try God. He will deliver. And then the Bible just says that one day he sent his son down into the world, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He came down through 42 generations, went about doing good, healing the sick, giving sight to the blind, delivering all those who stand in need. I heard Terrence say one day, my God is everything. God is everything if you're trying. He came down through those 40 generations and for all the good he did, one day he was betrayed one Thursday. Arrested and led from judgment hall to judgment hall. And then Friday, well, during that judgment period, they, they beat him up a little bit. They beat him until he was almost unrecognizable. Whipped him with a cat of nine tails, tore wounds in his flesh. And then they took him out to Cal Calvary till Golgotha's Hill, nailed him to an old rugged cross. They hung him high and stretched him wide. And he died one Friday for your sins and for my sins. They took him down and buried him in a borrowed tomb. He stayed dead all that day Friday, all night Friday night, all day Saturday, all night Saturday night. But the Bible says that early Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in heaven and earth in his hands. And that's why I can encourage you this morning, try God. He will deliver. He delivered Jesus from the grave and he'll deliver you also. But you got to try. You got to know him for yourself. It's not good enough that mama knew him. It's not good enough that daddy knew him. It's not good enough that brother and sister knew him. You got to know him for yourself. So, so before, I, before I take my seat, I just wanted to tell you, try God. He will deliver.
Don't have to tell tell me what, what you're going through. Tell the Lord. He will. He'll deliver you. Try him. Try God. He will. Deliver. Come on, please stand to your feet. Do it to the church is open. If there's one that would like to come, amen, amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God comes to offer deliverance today. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Is there another? Jesus is his name. Savior, Savior, Savior. Come on, healer. Healer, healer, healer. He's a healer. Healer, healer, healer. Anybody know that? Healer, healer, healer. Glory to his name. Jesus is his name. Is there another? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is room at the cross. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus. Good afternoon, Macedonia. To Pastor Minor and the entire church family, we have come in by Christian experience. Uh, Alexander Spencer, and he's coming from. Palestine Baptist Church. Palestine, amen. Stand up, my brother. God bless you. God, stand up, stand up, stand up. So you come in, Christian experience means you have the experience of being a Christian. You've already accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and he's living inside of you. Amen, amen, amen. We're excited about that. Uh, we have some great things that we're doing here at Macedonia Bible Church. We want you to be a part of it. Amen. All right, I'm going to ask that you go with Reverend Register. He's going to have prayer with you and have you fill out some paperwork. And then we'll give you the right hand of fellowship first Sunday in October, all right? All right, God bless you, sir. Amen, amen, amen. Thank God, thank God. We just want to be just overjoyed with the fact that if we put our faith and trust in God, if we try him, and that's what it really means to try God, is to trust him, that God will deliver you. Listen here, I'm a living testimony that God can deliver. Anybody can agree with me on that? I'm a living testimony that God will deliver you if you just trust him. Reverend Davis, thank you so much. You blessed my heart this morning. I hope that he blessed yours as well. Amen, 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 amen. Well, while I got you excited about it, I'm going to ask you to stand and come around and give your offering. <laughs> if you would please stand to your feet. If you appreciated that word, 
If you were blessed by that word, if you were blessed by the man of God, please give him your best offering. We thank and praise God for the man of God, but we thank God even more so for the word of God. So we're going to ask that you follow the direction of the ushers, stand to your feet, come to the outer walls, and give your gifts unto the man of God. We know that uh, they are coming to the balcony with the uh, offering. We're going to go ahead and offer God's blessing. And we thank God for all, everyone that has given. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for what our ears have heard. Let it be planted into the cultivated parts of our mind. 
that it might cause us to mature in our Christian walk. And let us know that we have a witness within each and every one of us. We have a witness from that God has saved us so we can witness to someone else. We know that he's the deliverer. And we thank you for the man of God that brought forth the message of God. We ask that you continue to bless him and his family and let the gifts that would be given in love be used for the manifestation of your will among men. In Jesus' name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Amen, amen. And as we prepare to leave, uh, there was an announcement last week that Sister Maxine Gardner wanted to meet with all ministry leaders at the church. Uh, there was not a location, I think, that was given. I believe it's going to be in the parlor, though. So if you're part of the ministry leadership team, uh, please meet Sister Maxine Gardner to discuss next week's ministry day. Amen. Has your heart been warm today? Amen, amen. Listen here, let me tell you, from the worship songs, I'm just a worship guy. I love worship songs. I love traditional music, don't get me wrong. I do, I love the devotional hymns and so on and so forth. But it's just something about worship music that just moves me. I'm moved by the worship of God. You know, worship music is all about God. It's not about us. It's about what God is doing, what God is doing, what he's doing, what he's doing, what he's doing. And God is doing something. So we thank and praise God for that. I thank and praise God for everyone that's here, for our deacon, for our ministers, to you, his people that set and received the word of God. Continue to let God use you. I'm going to ask now that Reverend Davis will come and give us our closing prayer and our benediction. Thank you again, Pastor Minor. Uh, just one thought before uh, we ask you to stand. Uh, I know that man will try everything but God. Even some here, even though you've heard the message, you still try everything but God. But all you got to do is try him. Try him one time. And whatever it is that you're going through in your life, I know from experience he will deliver you. But it's on you. You got to try him for yourself. Let everyone stand. Grab, grab, <clears throat> excuse me, grab hold of someone's hand. Most gracious and eternal God, our Father, we come now just thanking you again for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for your word today that you have given to us. Thank you for letting us know that we can try you, that we can call on you, that we can put all of our cares, all of our burdens in your hand and know that you're able to deliver us. We thank you in advance, Heavenly Father, for not only for what you've done, but we thank you in advance for what you're about to do in our lives. Bless us and keep us, Lord, and change us. 
conform us to the image of your son, Lord, that we might be more and more like our Lord every day. Lord, we need you. We cannot make it without you. We ask that you would look down upon all those who are on our prayer list. That you would deliver them, Lord, from whatever ailment, whatever means of suffering it is that they're going through. And then, Lord, we pray that you would just have mercy. And have mercy, Lord. Watch over us now as we prepare to go our separate ways. Watch over our young people as they make their way to the schools, Lord. Keep them safe is our prayer. And then, Lord, we praying again that you would just help us to magnify your name together. To exalt you above all that the world has to offer. We praise you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. It is in Jesus' name that we do pray. And for his sake, let every heart say, Amen. 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 Now may the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit may rest ruled and by us. Now, hence and forevermore, let every heart say amen, amen, amen and amen. God bless you.